please, a big warm welcome for Paul Whittington. I was annoyed, knew I was cross. Here I was, packing the car and trailer, struggling to put six bikes on the bike rack, wrestling with bungee cords in the confined space between the car and the trailer, while the rest of the family were still sleeping in their beds. It was 6 a.m. Everyone had promised the night before that they would help. They would get up early and help pack the car, so we could start early on our journey to Clonakilty. The Harry Potter tapes had been found, and they were sitting in the front passenger seat, ready to occupy the four children and the two adults on the eight-hour journey. Eventually, after a few shouts, the four children arrived with their sleepy hair and their pillows, excited to be going on their summer holidays. Two weeks in beautiful West Cork. When everyone was shoehorned into their seats, after clambering over bodyboards, the first Harry Potter tape inserted in the machine, making sure everyone was wearing their seatbelts, I started the car. Well, turned the key in the ignition. The engine did turn over, but didn't start. Our car was not in its first flush of youth, but was a reliable beast. I took a deep breath and tried again. Sadly, the result was the same. For dear sake, this can't be happening, I said loudly, getting out of the car, banging the door, lifting the bonnet and looking at the engine. This was a pointless exercise unless there was a giant arrow with a sign attached stating what the problem was. I pretended that I knew what I was doing. I even waggled a few leads, got in the car and tried to start her again. No joy. Have we run out of petrol? Ryan, the eldest, said. I sighed. Don't be ridiculous. Do you think I am stupid? I replied curtly. A further ten minutes of fruitless tinkering before Linda reminded me that we were members of the AA. I got out my phone and rang the breakdown number on the card in the glove compartment, gave my name, address and car registration. The operator said that unfortunately we did not have home start, but we could upgrade for £60, as an, and an engineer would be with us within an hour. After a brief conversation with Linda, I upgraded on the phone, reading out my credit card, while my wife looked on disapprovingly. By now, everybody had got out of the car to get breakfast. This meant that one of our traditions about stopping on the journey for a big fry-up was now not going to take place. Thankfully, the AA engineer arrived quickly, and within five minutes had worked out what the problem was. We had run out of petrol. <laughs> with my face burning with embarrassment, I accepted the engineer's offer of a lift to the garage just round the corner. Thanking him profusely, I got the can filled and walked home. I poured the petal in the tank and then turned the key of the ignition. She started first time. Ten minutes later, with everyone squeezed back in the car, we started our journey. After a brief stop at the garage to fill up, I wasn't going to pay those exorbitant southern prices. For the first couple of hours, I avoided eye contact with Linda, although I did hear her mutter about the complete waste of £60 from the holiday fund. I tried to make light of the situation. Will we stop for breakfast, I asked, mustering a cheerful tone to my voice. Not sure we have the money for such extravagance, Linda muttered loud enough for me to hear. Feeling that if I made a witty comment, I would be entering tumbleweed territory, I adopted Trappist dignity and said nothing. By lunchtime and tape four of Stephen Fry, 
reading of Harry Potter, the atmosphere had warmed up somewhat, and we pulled into the town of Cashel, where there was a place for us to have a picnic. The sun was shining, everyone was in good form, well, nearly everyone. Enough time had passed since the embarrassing start of the day for normal family banter to start. In fact, by the end of lunch, everyone felt confident enough to make jokes about, have we enough petrol in the car, Dad? What is liquid and needs the car to work? What are the five Ps? I was able to join in. Well, it was an honest mistake. Anyone could make it. Linda took over the driving, and after carefully exiting the car park, we were on the road again. The sun was streaming in through the windows, coupled with the sweet tones of Stephen Fry. We were all in a mellow mood. Suddenly, a cry came from the back seat. Dad, I need a pee. Unhelpfully, I replied, why didn't you go at lunch? I didn't need to go at lunch. Sign, I said, well, we'll pull at the side of the road. I'm not peeing at the side of the road. Darling, there are no toilets for at least another 10 miles or so. Can you hold on? Okay, I'll try, came a disappointed voice from the back. Less than five minutes later, Dad, I'm busting, I need a pee. I'm desperate. Oh, for dear sake, I said. Linda indicated and pulled into the side of the road. Apparently the car that had at that moment been tailgating us didn't think we had given enough warning of this manoeuvre and blasted the horn loudly, waving his fist in an aggressive manner as he overtook us. I saw in Linda's eyes flash with fury, and she was about to reply with a long blast on the car horn when the situation was diffused from the south by a shout from the back. Sarah, you've just hit me on the head with your big feet. Sarah had indeed hit her sister Jenny on the head as she clambered over her sister from the back of the people carrying her in a desperate effort to exit the vehicle quickly. Dancing up and down on the verge, Sarah was looking for a bit of privacy. Mum, where will I go? Hurry up, quick climb over the gate and go behind the hedge in the field. Sarah, with commendable athleticism, vaulted over the gate and a couple of minutes later returned to the car with a satisfied smile on her face. Right, does anyone else need to go before we drive off, Linda asked. No, Mum, we're okay. Of course, the children. Are you sure, everyone? Right, let's get this show on the road. Stephen Fry continued telling the story and everyone settled down. We had a couple of hours to go. Less than ten minutes later, the youngest, David, shouted, Mum, I need to go to the toilet. (laughs) What? Linda and I both shouted back. Linda had already started slowing down. Ha, only joking, Mum. Linda accelerated and burst, and the children all burst out laughing. I started laughing, and Linda looked at me and said, very funny. Remember, you cost us £60 this morning. (laughs) The most expensive can of petrol in the world. I was not amused, but decided a witty retort would not be appreciated at this moment. We were about 40 minutes away from our destination when the sound of a siren and blue flashing lights from behind interrupted our game of I Spy. Turning round, I could see that the police car was directly behind us. I think he wants you to stop, love, I said to Linda. A tall officer of the Guard of Chicana leaned in the driver's window, introduced himself to Linda. He asked the usual questions. Is this your car? Where are you going? After the polite getting-to-know-you session, he landed the killer blow. Madam, do you realise you are exceeding the speed limit? Ah, officer, I was only doing 60. Madam, on this road, the speed limit is 80 kilometres per hour when towing a trailer. That is 50 miles per hour. Therefore, I'm issuing you with a fixed penalty notice for excessive speed. How much is that fine, officer, I asked. (laughs) 
Sir, it's 80 euros which can be paid at the local Garda station. The officer completed writing a ticket, handed Linda, wishing her a pleasant onward journey, and climbed into patrol car and drove off. On the back of the envelope, I calculated that I was equivalent to 65 pounds. <laughs> I tut-tutted and sucked air through my teeth. Dad, how much is 80 euros? Ryan asked. About 65 pounds, son, I said. Linda started the car and did not look at me. A sudden chill had descended. A few minutes later, a voice came from the back of the car. That was a great day. Really exciting. Thanks, Mum and Dad. I looked across at Linda. She gave me a small smile and the chill lifted. It was going to be a great holiday, albeit with considerably less spending money. Thank you. (laughs) 